This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, ASHE Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is here. It's the first Fix It 101 show of December, and we know you have questions. Ooh, it's buying time, too. I can't wait for that. We're going to talk about a lot, uh, some of that today. Some Christmas tools. Join the conversation with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you guys doing this morning? Haven't seen you in a minute. I know. It's been a while. Right. So have you been working on anything? You guys keep talking vacation stuff. Does anybody have any problems? I'm I'm working on a vacation. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Key West is screaming my name. Oh, yeah. Fire that boat up and go on down. I don't know why. It's going to be 81 here in a couple of days. I don't know why you guys are going to Key West. It's right here. We're schizophrenic when it comes to weather here in in Mississippi. No, um, and I was going to – you're talking about buying tools – I got up in it this weekend with some friends of mine. I'd mm-hmm. gone down to take advantage of their little vacation home, and we started uh, putting up pictures and hooks. And, uh, and did so, you have a level? Yes, I had the level. Mm-hmm. I had the tape measure because one of the pictures was Walter Anderson, and it was nine feet long. Nice. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, that's so right. there was some figuring. It's a big hook of the alligator <laughs> or the fish or something. Oh, it was something now. And so it took me it took me long to figure out how to put it up than it did. <laughs> Actually, I had to figure out how to get it in the house first. Well, and I discovered these things. I, tell me if you guys know about this. These, um, and I wish I'd look, taken a picture of it because they were awesome. And it's a hook that can go in sheetrock. Yes. And it's like three or four yes. inches yeah, long. It's, just, it's a I've wire. Used, I've used it. It's That's a right. wire. Yeah, right. it looks like someone uh, discovered this using a wire hanger. It looks like someone designed this and, and sold it, but it's brilliant. It's just a wire, and it pokes a tiny little teeny, hole tiny little in hole. your sheetrock, and then it just kind of goes down in there, and it leaves a little hook on the end. Mm-hmm. As strong as it can be. Yeah, it so Because it, it distributes the weight. And so, you know, I had to measure the picture, mm-hmm. then I had to find the middle, then find the middle in the wall, and then we had to put two of them on there, so then I had to do some more math. Mm. I was about to say, and that's I a was, lot of math. It was a lot of math, and I was very concerned. Because <laughs> right. it took me a while, but then we hung it with those, so it wasn't any of the. What are those things called? Whenever you put them into sheetrock and they expand, what is that? The uh, I know what you're talking about. The, the anchor, well, yeah, uh, like an anchor bolt or something. It's got the little wing on the back. The wing on it. I, I, I like the I like the nylon. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the nylons work great. Yeah. There's, there's several different types. And, if and you're going to go into so strong. what we're yeah. talking about, if you're going into a wall, going to hang something in a wall, and you're not going into the stud, you need a little extra oomph if you're going to be pulling on that sheetrock all the time. So that's where that thing really comes yeah, in. Yeah, brilliant to distribute the weight. And yeah. then we had to put some, uh, we didn't have to, but we did. We put some hooks up in the bathrooms and on the back of the doors right. and all that kind of stuff. So I was going to make a suggestion to our listeners. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the folks who listen to us already have a lot of tools. <laughs> right. You know, we all brag about our tools. Why don't you give the gift of a project to a friend or a family member? Ooh, 
that's good. Take your tools so that you can you get the pleasure of working with your tools and then, you know, giving time. I think we've lost that a little bit. I gave that to my mom one time for Mother's Day. I oh, gave her cool. a day. I said, I will do anything you want me to around the house for a day. Oh, that's cool. We that's a great idea. We had a ball. Huh. So think about that. Okay. That's fantastic. Jeff, did you get anything? I don't think I like anybody that well. Right. <laughs> Well, Jeff, you're going to hire somebody to do it for him. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Go over there and clean the house. Let me come visit just for a minute. Uh, I got a list for you, Jeff. I need uh, you over at my house right. next week. Well, I tell you, I got into something, and I thought of this show the whole time. On this show, I mean, ever since we put it on, I think in 2014 when we put the show on, every plumber that's ever walked in here has said the same thing. Take your garbage disposal out. Out. Please. Well, in in your kitchen. Well, here's what happened this weekend. My garbage disposal, my wife uh, calls me and she said, there's a leak. So I go home and I look at the garbage disposal and it's, it's, it's pouring out of these two holes in the bottom. Well, I, I, I Google it, and they're like, hey, look, if it's coming out of this or if it's coming out of this, you're okay. If it's coming out of this, the seal's broken inside, throw it away, get a new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we were discussing that, and I said, you know, on the show, we always talk about the worst thing you can do to your plumbing is put in a garbage disposal. Why don't we try not doing it? So we'd gone back to I, – I went ahead and replumbed it just as a standard little right. plumbing. You know, I mean, it's $8 for the entire plumbing kit to replumb the – It will this, change you know. your life, brother. Uh, I'm telling you, not well, having one. You know, yeah. if you'll take the stuff that you're putting in the garbage disposal and put that out in your flower bed or, oh, your, yeah. or your compost pile or garden or whatever mm-hmm. – um, it, it, it does a great job. Well, outside of that, and it doesn't clog our pipes. That's right. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And something that I've, and I haven't, I don't know if I've talked about this on here or not, but something that I've started doing, I just discovered it on my own mm-hmm. because I do have a garbage disposal. Right. And then I have house sitters. And what I should do is like cover that drain up so they don't do anything. <laughs> That's But yeah. I'll get back and they'll be, the drains will be slow. So what I do is I take all my big pots, mm-hmm. all my big ones. And I put them on the stove, put them on the range, fill them all full of water, Uh and boil the water. And then I take it one by one and pour it down the sink. Wow. And I'll pour it down the sink, and then I'll follow it with a drop of Dawn dishwashing detergent. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. And then I'll do it like four times, and the drains just go. It's it's so satisfying. Really? <laughs> After I've a while, do that. they just go whoosh. Okay, that that'll and be it tonight. It, because chemicals that we put down there, yeah. you know, it's it's hurtful to the environment. It's hurtful to the pipes. So this is just a way. I don't know if anybody else does that. Probably yeah. somebody's well, going to call me and tell me it's a terrible idea. But, you know, yeah. a, another great idea, and we're not in the wasp season, but it, we will, is to take that same formula, mix a little water mm-hmm. with some Dawn or something, mm-hmm. and use that as your wasp spray. It works great. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh okay. yeah. Well, it it kind of suffocates them. Yeah. And yeah, then you're it, not it, using that. That's right. You're not using chemical. The, the chemical. Yeah. But get you one of those spray bottles that'll spray for a long way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 okay, folks, if you want to uh, ask a question, if you got a DIY going on, or if you want to talk about Christmas DIY, you can call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. And uh, uh, it's time, it, it is the time for gift giving, and nothing motivates the handy person in your life like a new shiny tool. 
Uh, I love this. I love this. And uh, a couple of gift ideas here. And one that I didn't even think of, Java came up with some of the, uh, the weatherproof top spiral notebook. And, and Java, explain that one. What's yeah, that saw, one about? I saw it online, man, and, and it does make sense because, you know, Jeff, Pam, and Jason, you guys may be working with, like, greasy things or yeah. uh, in the dirt. It could be, you Definitely. know, starting to rain somewhere, but they make waterproof, kind of grease-proof type of uh, uh, notepads. Oh, cool. So you can make your notes and your, um, you know, your uh, writings and in spite of yeah, your condition. Yeah, because you take uh, some, some regular legal pad out there. Yeah, it's going to fall apart. Wrap. Yeah, okay. Okay, I get it. I get it. I've got a stack of those out in my show. All crusty. All crusty and gross. And I tell you, I see these every year on, uh, if, if, you go to, uh, if you go to the big stores every year and they quote, men's gift kiosk or the end cap where they put all the really cheap men's gifts. They also include almost every year a folding multi-purpose tool. Do this for yourself. Get one of these. They used to call them the original brand on this was Leatherman. And oh, yes. it was considered right. one of the most useful tools you'll ever buy in your life. But it what it is, it's this little thing that folds into uh, it, it's kind of a Swiss Army knife thing. It's got all the different blades and files and uh, can openers and all that jazz, but it also has a pair of pliers when you fold it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. We keep them in our tools. Yeah, it, it, they're great to have. If you're going to carry one tool with you, it's the perfect one to carry. However, let me say this. This is Jason, and I have, I have I've, I've bought so many of these things over the years. I still have my original Leatherman. Yeah, don't go and cheap. You, and you cannot go cheap because uh, these things will fall apart on you right. while you're using them. Right. So, yeah. Go ahead and buy your one that, that is a name that you've heard of. I think I've seen Gerber. I've seen, you know, I mean, I've seen some names that you're accustomed to seeing and in, in maybe knife making, things like well, that. Well, and now they come tool with a making. pouch that it can hang on your belt yes. or whatever. Yeah. So we just throw ours in our toolbox because inevitably the cordless drill is going to quit working while we're out on a site. And then we just have to pull that it's, out. It's just perfect. It's got a knife where you want it it's got a wrench or a, you know a plier so there's a, a lot of good uses for it it's a fantastic present um a universal socket tool now what do you mean by java i have a socket set what's a universal, the socket, universal tool? socket tool it's like one big socket but it has um um I it's guess, got little pins in it. There you go. Right. Oh, yeah, so right. the pins. Right. Yeah. Wrap around whatever right. kind of socket right no, uh-huh. so, no this is not something that that say a mechanic who used it seven times a day would buy. It probably no, that's right. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but someone at home that needs this once or twice, you Instead know. Yeah. trying to search you know, for there, that there's a, there's a great little wrench. I love this wrench. I, 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 have, uh, I have a couple of them, actually. Mm-hmm. It's a wrench that has three or four sockets mm-hmm. on each end of it. So you pivot it. And you have a, um, and they have it in American and they have it in metric. Right. So you can buy one wrench and get six. Oh, cool. Six different 
tools, actually. It's neat. Actually, um, if you look around, there's so many cool gadget tools oh, out gosh, there. Yeah. Yeah. You really do have to watch your quality. Though. And, right. Well, no, again, if this is something that you're going to use, you know, I, I need a wrench. Uh-huh. You know, it's perfect for that. Now, right. if, if you're making your living as a mechanic, I don't think that's what you want. No, no you're going to go, hey, and I got a trivia question for you. Do you know where the term channel wrench comes from? No, except for the channels. From the company named Channel Lock? Yeah. No way. Are you serious? <laughs> I looked it up. I never up. knew that. Yeah. yeah, there is a company called Channel Ch- Lock. Called Channel Lock. Just like a skill saw. Uh huh. Well, true. And you have the skill. That's right. Yeah. Which is a circular saw. <laughs> right. Well, I just posted a video on. I have trouble. Like Jeff brought us all this barbecue sauce this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna guarantee you, I can't open that. But if I use my Channel Lock, oh yes, you can. That's comes right. Comes oh, right open. That's so right. I just we're gonna Channel post- Lock can peel the plastic apart. If you I want. know. So we uh, anyway, we posted that video on the YouTube channel. Check it out. Very cool. Okay, uh, we got a couple of calls coming in. Let's go to Josh in Columbus. Got an air conditioner drainage issue. What's up, Josh? Hey, um, I, I I think I might should start by uh, asking why anyone owns a home. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Money pit. Just to do what you're doing, Josh. The Um, pride of ownership. Well, let me point out, Josh is calling about air conditioning, and only in Mississippi would you call about air conditioning in in the winter. In December, yeah. (laughs) What's up, Um, Josh? So we have, we just bought a house, and the air conditioning condensation line runs into a P-trap that sticks off of our sewage exhaust stack. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And that backed up. And so we had a bunch of water dripping down inside of our wall um, and caused the mold to grow on the back of a wall. And I, I got it vacuumed out, and um, it seems to be working fine now. Finally did turn the heat on. I'm just wondering, how often should I check that, or is there something I should be doing? I, I don't want to wait until I hear dripping again. You know? Um, <laughs> Josh, oh, why not? It makes the day so much fun. <laughs> Josh, I have I have something here that could help you and answer the question. But if it would you would you mind if I read an email real quick because it plays exactly into it. And Jeff, we're going to need your answer on this. Okay, um, got an email that said, "Please remind your listeners of the name of the device mentioned in a previous show that detects a leak from a washing machine." And help me with the follow up questions. Do you remember this thing? I, I've installed them. Um, is that the wag? Is the water and gas shut off? It, it mounts on the back of the water. Now, Josh is talking about something different, but it all it all flows together. Yeah, right. it's 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 electronic um, water shut off that mounts on the back of your uh, in your in your water box right. or your washing machine. I, I'll look it up in a second and, okay. get, and get the brand name. They they do work. I have installed them. Okay. Um, now back to Josh's answer. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be something that you you should have your heat and air serviced um, once a year anyway, at least. So in, at the beginning of summer, I'm going to have my air conditioner serviced. At that point, um, your service company should check and make sure that everything is working properly, including that that drain line. You. You first have to understand what what an air conditioner does. It doesn't pump cool air in. It it, it removes it, the heat. It, it, it sucks hot air out. So, um, and by doing that, you 
form condensation, so that water has to go somewhere. So that's why the P-trap is there, and it goes down in the sewer. So um, at least once a year, twice a year, preferably. And I'm wondering, on a DIY project, could a homeowner install the trip stops on the unit? I don't... Yeah, well, but but that 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 limit switch is not going to solve that problem. Um, you know, he he would oh, yeah, because that would be water in the pan. He, he would mount it? that on yeah. his pan. I, I I would I would put a little bleach in there, and then I would also, if I had my if I had access to an air compressor, mm-hmm. I would blow run. I'd, I'd blow that line out, Josh. Josh, okay. I I have another suggestion. You said that you got a little mold on that sheetrock. Yeah, I have a suggestion. Cut out that piece of sheetrock. It's no good anyway. That's right. Uh, cut out that piece of sheetrock and make yourself a little door right there. So you can have easy access to that next time around if you have any issue. Since it's in a place right. that you're not looking at, you know. Yeah, yeah, it is. On, it's under a sink in a bathroom, actually. Yeah. Awesome. I, I yeah, that's a it. great idea. Because they make those. You can actually buy those access panels now yeah. that will go in and cover that up so you can check that. Mm-hmm. So you can just look at it. Yeah. But it sounds – I really agree with Jeff. You've got to have – I have my system serviced and cleaned twice a year. Yeah. Right before the heating system uh, season, which is questionable here in Mississippi, <laughs> right before the AC. Um, and another thing you can look at, Josh, is – a lot of times what will cause this issue is the system itself is dirty, and that's why having it serviced is important. But a lot of times the HVAC companies will not check the returns. And I had actually I sent you that picture a couple of weeks ago, Jason. If you look in your return behind where the filter is and it's nasty and gross in there, get a shop vac, clean it all out, yeah. get you some great stuff foam and foam it all up, all the creases, so that you're not pulling dirty air into your system. Because what happens is that the dirty air gets it clogs up those coils and then those coils start bleeding gunk and mm-hmm. then that's what causes the clog. Right. Okay. All right, Josh, I hope that all helps. Oh, yes. (laughs) Thanks so much. Good deal. All right, thanks, Josh. Uh, Do we want to keep going? All right, let's uh, let's talk to Richard in Greenwood. What's going on, Richard? Hey, I I just want to echo something I think I heard on your previous program Mm -hmm. about the shortage of contractors to do remodels. Yes, sir. the, The good ones are all filled up. I can... Vouch to to that being the case in this area. I've got fifty, sixty, seventy-five thousand dollars in remodels I like to do. You can't find them waiting for months. Wow! Yeah, seventy-five oh, grand, and you can't find anyone to Green, talk to. In Greenwood, I know you're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trapped in Greenwood before. I didn't think I was going to get out. Get out of there. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, well, he's right. Richard is right. You, you, for some reason, I don't know why you cannot find labor in Greenwood, Mississippi. Mm-hmm, it's a vacuum. Hmm. Well, uh, are you going to have to bring anybody in from outs? Meaning, do you have to bring someone in from a bigger town, maybe? Um, well, Richard, I brought my people from from Jackson. Of course, we've done several there, and. Um, you may have to reach out to Jackson area or Memphis. Or Memphis, yeah. Well, I, I, that's what I call for. I, not just to vent my complaint, but to see if you had any good solutions that I might try for the next step. Well, I'm probably not supposed to say this, but if it's big enough, we will go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
There yeah. are there are uh, contractors out there, Richard, that will travel. You know, I went to uh, the uh, the Home Builders Association home show in Tupelo a couple of years ago, and there were scads of folks there too. And there, yeah. Another option there. That's right. Yeah, so. and then some some other places that are closer. Help me, I'm not real good with my geography. Uh, Oxford might have. Uh, it's, uh, Oxford's it's, it's 80 across. Yeah. But Oxford's hard to find to yeah. people, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, let's go and, to the bigger town, Richard, and see what you can dig up. And the problem right now, everyone is so busy, we don't have time to get to what we're doing in, yeah. in our backyard. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's the – it's a big deal right now. Yeah. I think bigger bigger phone numbers, Richard. Okay, I appreciate it. Sorry about that, man. I wish it was a, a better idea there. All right, you know what? We're, we're a little bit late. We need to take our first break of the hour. Uh, when we return, let us help you with your December home improvement projects. Also, we've got a few tips. Make sure your holiday lights shine all season long. If you've got any questions, comments, just tell us what project you've got uh, working on. Call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email. Fix it 101 at mpbonline.org. Stay tuned. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, ASHE Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. During the break, Java, you found this this box that we were talking about earlier, the, the leak protection for a, a, a washer. Like a washing machine? Uh, yeah, um, Jeff was talking about it. It's uh, called Guardian uh, Leak Prevention. And um, it's, it says Starter Kit on here, but it's a little blue box. It's like a neat robot because it actually sits on the valve and will turn it. Will turn it the will valve physically off. turn the valve <laughs> It will off. physically turn the valve so off. So crazy. Oh, wow. How I much does it I could run? use that for other stuff. Yeah, how uh, much does it run? It's like about uh, $200. Okay. Yeah. Well, like Pam said, less than your home deductible. Yeah. So. <laughs> Super <Yeah. laughs> An insurance claim. Right. That's right. Uh, so, hey, it's Christmas season, and Christmas lights are going on. And I swear, if, if <laughs> anyone that lives in the neighborhood has driven by already and seen the guy on the ladder, <laughs> I, I, there's a guy in my neighborhood, and every time, every year this dude does it. And I'm like, man, just move the ladder. Please, just get down and move the ladder. But he will have one foot on that ladder and have another arm up on a gutter oh and a yeah. leg over on a bush. And, mm-hmm. and I, man, move the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, plan your design before you get out there. Just don't start hanging. Um, it's it, This is this is crazy. The, lights, Christmas lights. And uh, I know it's not this way now, Jeff. And I know that you have been through uh, uh, Jeff's company for a long, long time, fixed houses that boo-boo. They either flooded or burned. And I can't imagine, did you ever have a Christmas light fire, Jeff? Not that I remember. Really? Um, I know we've had the Electrical uh, Fire Safety Institute on the show before, and they said that this is just a really nasty season for them because of people getting up on uh, ladders and putting up their lights on metal well, lighters. I think there's more heaters, I, too, though. I will tell you this. Out of the 25 years we've been doing insurance work uh-huh. most of the fires are created by 
um, cooking by by a mistake of some sort. Yeah, your house just doesn't catch on fire right. because it sits there. Right now, some of that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, faulty wiring, bad connection, or whatever. Well, and what you're saying is yes, correct. Your house is properly wired. Yes. Now, what we're talking about. Is four hour lights from China? Yeah, or or you know somebody. The, 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 actually, the fire we're we're doing right now, a small child lit a candle uh-huh. next oh, to man. some curtains. Oh. You know, did, you know, just playing. Right, did, didn't know. And the, and the next thing, the you know, yeah. the house is fully engulfed. I was a power so, maniac when I was a child as well. Well, all kids are. <laughs> I know. You know yeah. they, they love it. I'm I was burn the whole forest down. <laughs> Also, Jason, you said the four dollar lights, but also trying to put six sets of four dollar lights oh, into right. two hours on a fifteen amp cord. <laughs> right? Yeah, and 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 yeah, and there's there's twelve of the plugs plugged into each other before, and they're all kind of like. Uh, like the weight is so heavy, it's pulling the outlet <laughs> down. Yeah. So anyway, uh, don't try do to it, avoid. Folks. Just yeah, don't do it. Hey, got a, a uh, email. Hi there. I am a complete novice on all home improvement. My husband is more adept in, than I am, but even he is cautious about how to fix a crack in our tub. Is there are, are there any products you recommend or tips on applying the product, or is this something we should seek out a professional to repair? Um. Well, Pam. Yes. Uh, yes. Now, now, Jeff. Yes. Now, wait a second. Wait a second. Jeff will always tell you throw it out and get a new one. So, so, and that is the correct thing to do. But if they don't have the money for that right now before Christmas, um, is there a crack repair that these folks can try? Well, it depends on where the crack is. I mean, if it's down in the base, you're toast. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> If it's up on the side, you could probably well, caulk it, but I mean, it's it's got to well, be it's replaced. It's going to be a temporary, no matter what. Yeah. It's kind of like doing a root canal. You're not going to do it yourself. Mm-mm. So, and and it's not expensive. I mean, there there's a couple people in town that can really repair fiberglass like it should be done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you could go to a big box store and get a fiberglass repair kit and try it. You can, and um, I have tried. I. It, I have never been able to make the fiberglass kits. I can make a lot of different of those kits work and patches and things like that. For some reason, I, I mean, I, I did better with Bondo than I did the fiberglass. Right. It's just, yeah, right. that's why Bondo would be better than that fiberglass. Yeah. Because the problem is, is that a fiberglass tub is going to move every time you get in it. Right. It's going to, mm-hmm. you know, and then you you put that water. And people, water is heavy. Yeah, seven pounds a gallon. It Outside is. of yourself. It is heavy. I got a story about that. So my dad used to build, and he told me a story about a guy down in Bellhaven or Fondren. I don't know. He's on the third floor. He filled the tub up and got in it, and he ended up in the basement. Oh, no. (laughs) Mm. Somebody didn't brace that up right. Right. Mm. All right. uh, Michael's on the line, and Pearl has got a comment about the previous show. Man, I don't know why you set us up by giving us this call, but Michael, go ahead. You with us, Michael? Hey, morning. I'm here. Yeah, a couple months back, you had a fellow on the show called Carlos that was talking about kitchen updates. Uh huh. And and he presented himself so well that it came came up for us to do some kitchen work, and we called him. Uh huh. And I was blown away by this guy's work. Really? That's fantastic. Yeah, he came in. I mean, measured everything, set it all up. We had one drawer that wasn't quite straight when he was done. He came back, spent an afternoon squaring it up. 
and we're just thrilled to death. Awesome. Wow, that is fantastic. Yeah, I ran into Carlos soon after the show, and he said that it had really helped, and he's just a nice guy. Very cool. Now, he did cabinets, is my right? He mm-hmm. did, what, what, yeah. what was his thing? Yeah, we, we redoored all the kitchen cabinets, and he painted the, uh, oh. the styles, all the, all the existing wood, put up the new doors. I, I mean, we had to wait a couple of weeks for the doors to come in, but yeah. once, he, once he came in with his crew... In and out in two days. Man, that's amazing. Fantastic. I love to hear when, when a construction project goes well. We like it's a happy wonderful. ending. Yes. <laughs> yep. So thank you, Michael. I appreciate that. We love hearing it. Well, and thank you. Thank you for having them on and illuminating us. Yes, sir. There All you right. Go. Appreciate it. I got a question for Jeff. Talk about cabinet doors. You said a couple of weeks ago that they're hard to get in. Is that still the case? It's not. It's getting better. We're back to a week. Or so. Oh, that's not bad. No, no, it's, it's within someone's expectations. Exactly. Right now, now I don't know what happened to all the window makers in this country, uh-uh. but they're all in Key West or something <laughs> because in the woods, you you cannot get a window. Wow. Period. That's spooky. Isn't that funny? Like it's one thing well, and then it's no, another. No, it's killing us. It, it yeah. is. It is. It's hurting our cash flow. It's it's hurting the it's it's hurting the um, profitability on our houses because yeah. the houses are sitting there with nothing being able to be being it done. Uh, except the, charging the, you interest. Except the interest <laughs> clock mm-hmm. right, is ticking. So yeah, the the supply chain is a real. A real deal, right. and and I've always said, uh, if we buy it from this country, it's not sitting out there on a on a uh, cargo ship somewhere. So you need to think about that when you buy stuff, right? Right. And um, but the windows aren't coming from; they're coming from inside the country, right? And we, and we still have We're a supply still chain. having problems. So, so I got a question about whenever you're building a house and you're trying to close in that envelope, are you when the window's not coming in? You're stuck in not being able to do stuff on the inside because the windows are not in? And, well, it depends on your comfort level. Now, the things we're doing, we back when it was warm and we could count on that every day, we just put Tyvek yeah, over, over the holes. window, over the holes. Now that we're into a rainy season, we are actually putting full sheets of OSB there, screwing those to the openings. That's a kind and, of wood, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oriented oh, strand board. board. Uh, but and and then of course we can still use that for our decking and and things of that nature. So, um, mm. so if you go into new construction and the OSB is over the windows, because this that's what's happened in my neighborhood. They're that's building everywhere. a house, that's and right. I was like, why is he putting that OSB over the windows? Yeah. And that's now right. I know that's right. Yeah. Well, look, uh, we I wanted to let folks know because we're at Christmas um, in the season and. Unfortunately, this is uh, the time of the year for scams, um, and and you know what? It's happening in in this industry. Some of, of the scams. That's right. Here are two that I took just from our local news, just from Mississippi news in the past month. Okay, and, and you guys probably have heard of these, but I, but I'm going to go ahead and read this. All right, in Tupelo, WCBI reported a man accused of impersonating an exterminator in ter- Tupelo. Now under arrest, Tupelo police, a man convinced an elderly resident that he was a professional bug killer. While preparing to spray the apartment, the man allegedly stole several credit cards. Anyway, cops caught up to him, got him. Just, you know, when someone comes to your home selling a product, let's see some credentials. Let's see some, you know, uh, things like that. We're not going to let somebody in the house that, you know, 
who is not at least certified in something. Anyway, that's the first scam that I saw. The second one, you guys may have heard. This wasn't all over the news. I kind of had to laugh. But it was terrible, really. Did you guys hear about the uh, the uh, the uh, pine straw bandits? No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. All right, There's a lot uh, of things I would maybe that, even think about taking, uh, but pine straw is just no, no, not no. one of them. That, that's not the scam. Check out this scam. Okay, Rankin County Sheriff's Department received a call from a resident claiming that a group of men came by their house wanting to put out pine straw for $7 a bale. Uh, the men claimed that it would only take a few bales and would be done shortly. Instead, the Sheriff's Department said when the work was completed, the men claimed it took more than 379 bales, nice. and that the homeowner owed the men approximately $2,600. Nice. Ouch. The homeowner's mother, of course, right. was home, wrote right. them a check. <gasps> Cops oh, caught, up, caught up with them at the bank. So Good. they didn't get away with it. But just remember... When you're mm. talking with people, and remember, this is the, this is two separate scams where someone right. came to your door looking for work and money. Right. So just be careful of that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I had some friends call me because somebody told them they had bats in the attic and was going to charge them X number of dollars. I was like, you do nothing until I come over. Right. right. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> right, yeah. And well, so I went and had Thanksgiving dinner, and then I went looking for bats, and I mm. didn't find a single one. If... if um if someone's knocking on your door, mm-hmm. as busy as everyone is, uh-huh. it just yeah, just turn away. Yeah, yeah. Just don't even answer it because <laughs> there's no reason a contractor should be knocking on right. anyone's door right now. Right now. Well, no. and here's some of the things Rockford Register Star just put this out. Uh, and you guys, we've talked about this before, but they put out a how scammers tend to operate in, within the industry. Mm-hmm. Okay. And here's what they say. They show up at your door unexpectedly, so yep. never let anyone in your house you don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they quickly point out a problem they say needs repair without much inspection. Sure. That's exactly what you just said, mm-hmm. Pam. Right. Uh, they mentioned that they have leftover materials from a project <laughs> from a they just project. finished that's down the street. You know, I mean, right. I've heard that one. I don't know how. <laughs> they offer extremely low prices to do the repair. That should yeah. be a flag anytime. That's anytime, right. folks. That's right. Cheap ain't good. Yeah. Cheap will cost you thousands of dollars. Here's another one. They only accept cash or check. Nah. Mm-mm. Nah. Um, they promise an unconditional guarantee on the work. That doesn't exist. You know, I mean, that's just not. Uh, they pressure you to start work immediately. Right. Yes. Um, so if they so, can start tomorrow, there's a problem. Right. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the things to look out for. And this is that time of year when, when scams happen, unfortunately. Unfortunately, it is. Yeah. Well, thieves got to eat. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> is that a law? Right. <laughs> it's time for another break. When we come back, we'll continue with our home improvement questions. So stay tuned. The phone lines are open. So join with your questions. Questions and comments. Just tell us what project you're working on. 877 MPB Ring. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, ASHE certified inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and licensed contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. All right, we've got Joshua on the line in Flowood. He's got a comment about that fiberglass tub. What's going on, Joshua? Hey, how are you? Good. Um, Tell us you've got a better way, man. 
any time that we've ever done the uh, fiberglass tub repair, uh, yeah. all you need to do is use a closed cell um, spray foam, and you'll come out uh, three, six inches away from where the damage is. You'll drill a hole about a quarter inch. You'll put your straw down, and you'll inflate, and you just want to just do steady burst underneath and fill uh-huh. um, cavity with the spray foam. Um, slow and steady wins the race on that, so you right. don't want to flood it. So it, you know, break the tub, but you'll fill the whole area in where the damage is and let it sit and uh-huh. go from there and do your repair and you're done. I guess That's an, I never thought about that. That's yeah. an awesome idea. I guess putting the foam behind it would stop Stabilize a little of your flex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah, I love me some like spray foam. Boy. God, I just love that stuff. <laughs> Joshua, that's a fantastic idea. I've not heard of that before. And if you, I will say, if you're using one of these fiberglass patch kits, man, you've got to follow those directions almost exactly. It's like baking, you know? Yeah. So. Hey, Joshua, I got a question. Do you know about the um, rodent spray foam? Rodent spray foam? Uh, yes, yes. Um, it's a hit or miss. Um, I haven't uh, had any luck with it. I've heard people say that they've had luck with it, um, but I have still seen them see right through it. Yeah. Well, because I was using it to try to seal up some. We've got mice down at the pond, and so we're trying to seal that up. And I was wondering if you use that. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It'll be a whole show for another day. But the yeah. the, um, the I was just wondering, you know, because a lot of times under these old tubs, you got rodents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're... <laughs> they're hanging out down there. It's nice, warm. Well, if they're toasty. there and you put spray foam down there, they're staying. So. <laughs> Hopefully, you encapsulate them so it doesn't stink in the next right. three days. <laughs> All right, Joshua. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for the idea. All right, uh, let's go to Regina in Jackson. She's got a comment about the scammer. What's hi, Regina? How are you? Hi. Uh, I just moved to Jackson from Harrisburg a couple months ago, and when I was preparing my house to sell it, uh huh. Uh, it all went well with everybody, but one person, the guy, one of the guys that painted, his name is, uh, be careful, we, William Wood. That, and, that's, uh, yeah, like, we, we don't do names here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. But you have to be careful. Um, he got me real good. I mean, everybody came in, did excellent work. He came in, and I gave him half the money for, uh, he started a little bit, and I gave him some money to finish it. He never came back, and uh, he got me real good. So be careful with these painters and things. I, I don't know why you can't mention their names because they are dishonest. I, I know, but th- it's not this show. There is a place for that, and there are places where you can report those people. Oh, absolutely. Um, if he's a licensed contractor, you call the Mississippi Board of Contractors, and please report that that individual. They will. They will schedule a hearing. Uh, you will have to appear, and uh, with, and and we 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 have we we do these things so we can shut this type of of operations down. Yeah. So please report if you have a if you really and truly have a a situation or a claim, call Mississippi Board of Contractors, and they will be more than glad to help. You can also do, I'll tell you something that will kill a contractor really fast is um, like a Google review or a Yelp review. 
of the business. Yes, it will. Yeah. And I tell you that 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 works on our big companies too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, yeah. If you're trying to get a big company to do something, mm-hmm. put put a put a review out on on social media and they'll know out, it. They'll know it immediately. How quick well, you they'll get, a phone get call. back to you <laughs> super quick. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank I'm sorry you, you had that experience. That's terrible. Yeah. Sorry about that. And uh, and do report it. That helps all of us in the end. All right. Let's keep going. Um, let's see. Jackie's on the line in Oxford. Got some gutter trouble. What's up, Jackie? Well, I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, I'm not really sure who, what kind of contractor to call to try to fix it. I live in a house that has a real steep roof. Mm-hmm. And so right at the front door, every time it rains, the gutters that are there, they overflow, no matter what we do. We keep them really clean. So it seems to me that, well... I'm not a contractor. Right. But it seems to me, you know, might have the wrong size gutter on your house. You could have a five-inch yeah. gutter. You, yeah. could, you could have – there's all kind of problems, all kind of um, situations, we'll say. Yeah. So you're looking – you want to know what type of contractor you call? Right. Because I, I called a gutter person, a gutter company, and what they said um, – is that you just need to add more downspout the gutter. Okay, that, I, I think rule of thumb on a gutter is every 30 feet you need a downspout. But now that's just rule of thumb. What, how we need to look at that, we need to look at that as volume of water. How fast will that six-inch gutter carry water? That will determine how many downspouts we need. Was this, was this professionally installed gutter? Yes. Was it on the house when you bought it? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Call call a gutter contractor. There's there's some in Oxford. Call a gutter contractor and and tell them your situation, and get their recommendation, and then call another gutter contractor and get their recommendation, and then think about it for a second. Right. Okay. Agreed. All well, right. It seems to me that the the, the easiest uh, response from any gutter person is going to be add more. Uh, down right. Yes. But it, being right, but, it being right at the front door, I was thinking, well, that doesn't seem like it would look right. Oh, they um, can make it. They can make that spout go away. They can make it yeah. just be almost invisible. Yeah, because probably what you're having there too is that there's probably a valley there's up there, a couple and, roofs and going you got a couple one. of roofs coming into one place. And with the gully washers, like exactly what yeah. 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 When we have these gully washers here in Mississippi, it's just it's yeah. difficult for those things to keep up. up. Yeah, just to keep up with the vo- with the sheer volume right. of water that's coming down there. And you also run into if you don't get it remedied if you don't come up with a solution what's going to happen is you're going to end up water back up in your soffits and fascia and then you got more problems so or inside inside my front door yes right yeah yeah Yeah, even worse yeah Uh, as jeff said get that gutter drain uh taken care of and and you can hide it nicely you'll never know it's there or they'll even make it pretty and cool and, you know, let me suggest this, too. Just just think about this. If there is a way to run your landscaping so that you don't need the gutter, um, that's another possibility. I hate gutters. I hate them because of this very issue and because of the volume of water we have in Mississippi coming off the house. Mm-hmm. Now, in some cases, you just have to have it. Yeah. Well, now, something you can do in place of that gutter is put a water diverter there at the front door mm-hmm. and divert the water to mm-hmm. another area yeah. and dump it in the in the gutter at that point. Yeah, True. further down. So, I had to do that on mine. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've, I've done that before. All right, Jackie. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. I hope you got some good ideas there. Let's uh, let's keep going. Um, let's see. Who do we have next? Java. TJ and Kosciuszko, right? TJ, you with us? Yeah, good morning. How y'all? Good morning. You want to talk about mold? Yeah, uh, I worked for a company for a few years that did uh, mold, uh, water damage, and fire damage. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that we would do when we went in is spray a material, I believe it was called MOT, huh. to, to kill the mold. And, and, and it's chloroseptic. Really? Like the, yeah, like the it, mouthwash? That's exactly, yeah, that you spray in your throat. So if you get if you see a little mold, go down to the, the store down there and get the cheapest uh, chloroseptic you can find and put it in a pump-up sprayer and put a little water in it and spray it, and it'll kill it dead. Man, that is the most homespun remedy I think I've heard on this show in a minute. I love it. Yeah, I like that, that better than Clorox. Yeah, you'll, you'll, yeah. Keep that, you'll keep that Clorox smell forever. So, thanks, yeah, DJ. I have, I have one more little thing for Mr. Jeff because he said he's going to Key West. Mm-hmm. Tell yes, him, sir. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, sir. Put you a, I saw your boat on uh, Facebook there, Jeff. Beautiful boat. Thank you. I had a big boat for years, but uh, put put you an alarm in your stateroom on your bilge pumps. Um, that yes, I agree with that. In fact, uh, we've got someone we've got someone on the uh, boat this week, supposedly uh, doing some updating, and that's that's part of our our updating. Sure is. Thank this you. Got to be one of your yeah. contractors. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know, TJ. I really don't. All right, TJ. We appreciate hey, it. Man. Thank you, man. Thanks a lot. It's that nautical world. All right. Let's go to uh, let's go to Betty in Mobile. She needs some advice about painting a porch. How's it going, Betty? I'm fine, fine, and I have an older porch, and it's, um, you know, when we sand it and paint it, it doesn't hold, and it looks like it's some kind of tongue and groove, maybe. Okay, uh, I know exactly I what you think. got. Yep. What? About what three inches. About three inches wide. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's going on? Spec on that when that porch was built. Spec is to paint all six sides, bottom, top. Um, um, sides, sides, yeah. and and ends. That's the spec yeah. on it. So basically, you cannot paint this deck while it's down. Well, yeah, but she's repainting. So what what you have to have is a good quality. Go go to your go to your professional paint stores. Tell them what you're doing and get their recommendation on something that's going to live outside that you're walking on every day. Yeah, you think marine paint? Uh, marine paint is a very good one, but but again, I don't sell paint, so talk talk to the professionals on that. But you're definitely on the right track. And do, and when he says professionals, go to a paint store. Yes, yes ma'am. Not, yes. A paint, not a paint department, a paint store. A paint that's store. Right. That's right. To where that's okay. all they sell is paint, <laughs> and they might sell a roll of wallpaper. Right. But they sell paint. Right. Okay. Yeah, and- when I explain the boards, what kind of boards are those? Just tongue and groove? Yes, ma'am. They're they're three inch tongue and groove. We've been using them on porches for a hundred years. They're great. <laughs> the the board's not the problem. Okay. okay. Thank you. Yes, Thanks, ma'am. Betty. Appreciate it. All right, let's go to Sue Rank County. Driving, uh, he's got a driveway gravel issue. What's what's wrong with your gravel, Sue? Sue, are you with us? 
All right, we lost Sue. Uh, okay, let's do uh, one more email question here that we got. All right. My wife and I, both working out of town, live in one city and traveling home to uh, North Mississippi on the weekend. With winter coming, uh, what do you remain, uh, recommend that we do to keep pipes from freezing, et cetera, during the week and other things we should do? Turn the water off. <laughs> Turn, oh, oh, okay. Turn the water off, drain the pipes. <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay. So, all right. So, I guess you're saying turn it off at the street? Is that what well, you mean? If, if they don't have a, a home. Yeah. If you don't have a I, I actually had a whole home shut off put down at the pond, and we just turn the water off, and we're not there during the week. Right. Right. Um, turn it off, drain the pipe. Uh, how do you, how do you drain the pipe once you turn the water off? Just turn it open? Just, yeah. Just, just turn go all to the your closest faucet on. and turn yeah. it on, and oh, it'll okay. drain yeah, everything yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. to drain itself. Yeah. Okay. Um, it doesn't get any much clearer than that. Okay. But what if you have a freeze when you get down there? Do you just turn it back on? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, because, see, your pipes are your pipes are empty. Empty. Okay. So yeah, when you get, that's what we do. I mean, when we go down, right. I had it put in right on the front porch. So whenever I get there, because I usually have to TT when I get there, is I turn that water on real fast and run inside now, to I'll the tell bathroom. You, I'll tell you what, what <laughs> got it, you. I'll tell you what got everyone in Jackson, Mississippi and surrounding areas what? was when we had the polar yeah. vortex. We had pipes freezing that people were living there with heat on. Uh-huh. And what I recommended to everyone is open up your attic. Open really? up your attic door and, and pump that heat because oh. when it when it is that cold, we do not build for that kind of temperature in this right, area. Right. Yep. So, you know, you may say, Oh my gosh, it's gonna cost me a lot of money. Well it's gonna cost you a heck of a lot more if you gotta call me to, fix come, the pipes. Yeah. to come. Can you drip a line? Will a drip drip in a line? Yeah, move moving, moving water's not gonna freeze, but man, that's 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 risky too. Yeah. 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 All right, folks, that's it. Fix a 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Think Radio is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show was produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Miss Liz Gill. For Pam Pibus and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech with Jay White. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.